set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two Black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Just Another Girl in the IRT, directed by Leslie Harris. So first, let's start out by saying happy Black History Month. You know, shout out to all my fellow colored folk. Um, (laughs) I love you. You are beautiful. And I'm so happy to be in community with most of you. So (laughs) just, you know, February is all about learning about your history. So just take some time, learn something new. Crack open that book. Yes, crack open a book. Learn a fun fact. Yeah. Not any, I mean, yeah. (laughs) We don't have a book recommendation, but just maybe don't look online (laughs) at this point in time but yes shout out to all my 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 fellow my fellow blacks (laughs) (laughs) it's better what we used to say say i would never yeah shout out to everybody black history month is our anniversary month so we usually try to do something black for the occasion obviously um but also like this is gonna be our sixth year (laughs) of releasing episodes so um yeah it's it's a big moment for us every year usually it's a cursed month as well for us recording wise so we're gonna hope we don't bring that energy into the recording session today but uh yeah we're excited this Mm -hmm. pairing is an interesting pairing Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to talk about them, although this movie stresses me out. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Is this like your first time or second time? What time? How, like, how many times have you seen this movie? This is my second time. Uh, I think I suggested this as a pairing. We were juggling a mm-hmm. couple of things um, and I can't even remember what they are now, but uh, I saw this maybe like during lockdown era seems lo- seems sooner than that but it was on criterion's um criterion had like a new york city programming thing um one year where it was just like a bunch of different movies set in new york it was really cool um you know all types of places like mm-hmm. all around new york not just brooklyn not just manhattan you know not just like upper class, lower class. It was all over. So it was really cool. I didn't get to watch nearly as many as I wanted to, but this movie was on there. And I feel like this is a movie that is kind of hard to find mm-hmm. for the most part, like on streaming. I don't even, I don't even try to look for it on DVD. So I have no idea how that's going, but just in streaming is hard to find. And I watched it and I was just like, my God, a lot's happening. <laughs> lots going on. With Miss Chantel, my goodness, to be a child in the early 90s is, yes, my goodness. <laughs> mm. Oh, girl, what a life. What a life she was leading. <laughs> it, 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 she had a lot of stuff going on. Um, this is a film that I, like, actually grew up with. Really? It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it was one of my favorite films as, a, a, like, preteen, teen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one that I 
you know, if you've listened to the podcast, y'all know I used to just be up at like one, two o'clock in the morning watching movies in my basement. Um, and one night on like IFC, I think, or Flicks, some one of those kind of channels, this was one. And it was like the first, one of the first time I had seen a Black teenage girl that I knew. Like, mm-hmm. she felt like someone that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of like amazed by it because I had never seen anything like that before. She was so relatable. Like, she reminded me of my play cousins. Like, she reminded me of family. So, from there, anytime that I would see this movie on like the TV Guy channel, damn, I'm old. Um, I would <laughs> make a note so I could watch it later. Um, so I was so happy to see it come on like the Criterion Collection when it did back a couple years ago. And when it comes on, like right now, it's on Showtime with Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, like anytime it pops on, I give it another watch and notice something that I hadn't noticed. Like when I was a child, it just gives you more each time you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think my first watch, I was like, Lord Jesus. And this one, I was just like, still the same reaction, but just like, there's, I guess there's some things that like popped out at me that me being, I don't know when this movie came out. Nineteen ninety three. Two. Nineteen ninety two. Oh, geez, I thought I was lawyer than that. So yeah, I was. <laughs> I was a toddler, toddlering out here in the world. I had no concept of any of this that was going on in the early nineties. So it's just kind of interesting to see now, being like uh, in my mid thirties in twenty twenty four, um, just kind of looking back and being like, girl what we doing what we doing on the irt girl (laughs) what's going on (laughs) but it is very rare to see like a black girl coming of age story Mm -hmm. there's some but i think at this point it was starting to be like the boys in the hood type era yeah and even then i think before that it probably wasn't a lot like even in the 80s like all the movies I could think of I mean most of them are white but like <laughs> like the stand by me's and things like that is all you know young boys uh mm-hmm. and so it wasn't really like a lot for us and this still really isn't a lot for us to be fair the people who could be making these movies still aren't which I find interesting <laughs> very hard to find a good coming of age but I mean I'll watch any old coming of age movie I don't really care like boy girl race I don't care I'll watch any of them for the most part unless I'm like this is feels a little too young but for the most part I'll I'll watch them but uh yeah I just don't feel like there's a lot of like black girl coming of age stories um for whatever reason I feel like some of the ones that have been released like recently within the last five, six years. They're a little, okay. So there are politics within this film. There are a lot of like press and social issues that the Mm -hmm. film comments on. Um, But I feel like the, the, the films that they make now are a little bit more extremely heavy handed with it, even though, there is a heavy hand on some of the topics in this movie. Yeah. It just feels a I don't it feels a little bit more authentic in this film. Yeah, yeah. I get the sense this movie is is heavy-handed because it's like probably one of the first 
times you might be hearing this, like the part where she was talking about how Africa was drawn incorrectly on maps and stuff like that. Like, I feel like, especially since this is like the kind of like early 90s kind of um, like, I don't know, I don't want to say like the Pan-African movement, but just kind of like that whole like getting back to Africa and learning where you come from, like just a lot of, not just this movie, like I remember in Martin, there was a lot of like that kind of stuff in the background. Like you just have like, you know, African symbols or like things like that. And we're wearing FAMU shirts. Yeah. We got all Albany State shirts. We're yeah. Fort Valley, like yeah. wearing a Howard sweatshirt randomly mm. on an episode of Martin. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like, I don't think it was just... um just like school related stuff it would just be like you know just black things and I think it was mm-hmm. just the overarching feel at the time especially going on with like apartheid and thing, people learning about that and stuff so I feel like that was kind of you know we're bringing it to the masses to hear like if you weren't talking about that stuff like this movie was a way for you to hear that stuff but like now I feel like because it, it's everywhere <laughs> at least for us like I feel like it's everywhere that now I'm kind of like, okay, well, I don't know if you're talking to me <laughs> necessarily because I like, I, I, you're like kind of preaching to the choir a little bit nowadays. So like, especially I think with social, certain social justice things, it feels like, okay, well, uh, we're rehashing this. I know there's somebody out there who needs to hear it, but it might not be necessarily me. <laughs> doesn't mean it's not valid it's just like I already know (laughs) what's going on so I feel like that's maybe maybe that's why it feels a little bit more authentic because it's kind of like yeah like don't y'all do y'all know about this stuff like and now I'm just kind of like okay I've seen this tweet (laughs) good four or five times this week girl (laughs) which sounds so cynical but I just I just feel like that's kind of it with it but I'm looking on Letterboxd and looking at some of the uh the black coming of age lists and this one's kind of all over the place I'm like all lie because like <laughs> it's not funny but like the cheetah girls <laughs> the cheetah girls but also would you consider Friday to be black coming of age I guess you are yes because Craig is literally like 20 yeah that's I mean, true like, Craig is a young adult He's like 1920 and he lives at home with his parents and That's his true. little sister. And he learns he to just... defend the block. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. So te- it is technically. I mean, it's a little bit dream deferred, but like, I get it. <laughs> like he's not 25. He's like, he's, he has to be like 21, 22. So he is a young adult. He gives 25. He gives 25, yeah. but he's so young. Adult. Like, okay, like look at, I'm looking at this one and it's like, Eve's Bayou, which I think is the movie that we were talking about doing mm-hmm. for this month. But we're gonna get to, we are gonna get to it, but just it's not. on the list for real. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I have the DVD, the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. I have not opened it yet because I'm waiting. Um, but like Eve's Bayou is the only one that's like features women in it. Like the rest of them are dope. The Wood, Moonlight, ATL, Coach Carter. Like, I mean, there's people like women in these movies, but that's not who was doing the growth. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know what's going on here. What high school high girl? <laughs> oh, okay, we're talking about dark sided. <laughs> hmm. I mean, okay. I mean, like out of this other list, I'm looking at like 
the fits is one gin mm-hmm. is one which is really good if you oh yes come across that one y'all should watch that one gin uh-huh. j-i-n-n and girlhood which i know a lot of people like actually ended up not liking <laughs> once it was released but those are the only ones i'm like seeing really that it's, it's very it's very telling like if there's a woman in it she's like the love interest like drumline I don't know oh, if you yeah. I don't I mean poetic justice is a little different, I think, but like love don't cost a thing. Like Christine Emilion was just the love interest. I don't even yeah. know. I don't even remember the real plot of that movie to be it quite was uh quite honest. Oh, the, the colored version of the King Buy Me Love. I saw the movie one time in the theater when I was a youth, whenever that movie came out. I'm mm-hmm. the best 2003, which means I was like 14. <laughs> it's such a long time girl that was 20 years ago yeah like, it was a, it's a bit ago yeah so it's just it's just a lot like uh, yeah crooklyn that's a girl yes. coming of age exactly and that movie is old as hell that movie is, it is. 30 years old this year <laughs> i feel like we actually and i have talked about this movie so many times but i feel like one that does feel authentic that does tackle current issues that is current is cuties mm-hmm. like that is it's, it's a grounded story it's about a young girl feeling out her life in the midst of like her parents relationship her relationship to other like her peers mm-hmm. and how does she react to that as a 13 year old yeah yeah that one's we're we have a pairing for that one as well we haven't gotten mm-hmm. that one yet uh, don't worry by talking me crazy if we do talk about that movie I will block every last one of y'all but um, I did find another list it's a little bit more current Rocks is a good one that's from the UK I think that's on Netflix but I'm not sure um, I forgot we did talk about we haven't talked about Jezebel we've talked about it like between you and me I feel like we talked yes. about it I have not watched Fast Color I've been meaning to have not gotten to it mm, I don't know about um, it's not it's a coming of age story, but it's also a superhero movie. Yeah, and that's why I haven't really get de- yeah. dedicated the time because I was like, "Listen, I'm tired." Stella and the Spades. It was. It had promise. I didn't really mm-hmm. enjoy it, but it is. It is an existence. Um, some of these I'm like a Tumblr movie. Like you could get a lot of Tumblr screen caps. From yeah, movie, and they look cool as shit. Yeah, story. I don't know but yeah. <laughs> it looks great Atlantics we talk about that one so there's stuff but it's just like it's just not a lot and it's just not as consistent I think um doesn't mean that they don't exist I always be telling y'all if y'all don't see it in America you need to look outward they are making movies in other places um but like yeah it's just a little different I think so this one's this is probably pretty groundbreaking I would mm-hmm. say it doesn't really nobody ever builds it like that but I know the director said that she wanted to make this movie because there wasn't really anything like dealing with this kind of thing that was like affecting girls in the early 90s, which is a lot happening in the early 90s. <laughs> it's a lot going on. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that's why. And when we get into the plot, I'll share a little bit more. But it it touched home for me. Mm. Um, because I I have met and known girls like um baby Chantel. girl Chantel. Chantel. Yeah. yeah. Um 
baby girl with baby girl in <laughs> baby girl like I, I know her like look up to them like I I know these young these young ladies mm-hmm. um so it it was like I said it was just like really touching to watch like okay I know you like I yeah. I know you you could be you could be my cousin yeah yeah she's definitely not um you know how we talked about like I don't know if we talked about like maybe like the conversation out in the world has been like people writing young characters, but like you ain't young. <laughs> and it just sounds like hello, my fellow kids, how do you do? Type, you know, writing. Like this definitely feels like almost improvised. I don't really know a lot about like the making of this movie. I can't really find a whole lot um as of right now, but I just it just feels more natural. I mean, obviously it feels a little different because like it's early 90s speak and it's, mm-hmm. it's also New York speak. And I'm always like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> Everything was bugging, like, you know, all that. And so, I mean, it, I think for the time it probably felt more authentic. Now it's a little bit like like a, a moment in time where I'm like, what? <laughs> it, it gives Ger- Degrassi Jr. high. <laughs> OG, OG Degrassi, the you know, with uh, Emma Mama Nim. Oh, God. Oh, like Degrassi. What mm-hmm. is it? Degrassi Community School or whatever the hell it was called. You know, Spike and Snake. Yeah. The, and then, the OGs. Yeah, I haven't watched the OG, but I know. I mean, Degrassi, uh, Next Generation, it felt okay when I was watching it. It went there. Yeah, it did go there. I was the same age as most of them kids. The, uh, Emma got almost got kidnapped via the internet um, in the first episode. So like, <laughs> it was indeed going there. Mm-hmm. But it's actually fun to watch a movie that's not uh, based on like the internet and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because then it's like, no, you could not just call them up <laughs> right away, and you didn't have everybody's number, and you might just have to like walk by somebody to know that they were in the area. <laughs> yeah, you might have to pop up. <laughs> yeah, you might have to pop up or walk by and say, hey girl, you home? Like that kind of thing. Um, so that is fun that way. But yeah, I feel like it's very, it feels very authentic. It feels very much like, like this, like you said, like this could be a friend or something like that, um, which I haven't seen. What is her name? I have not seen... Like, she was on the Steve Harvey show. She was Aisha. Yeah. Is it Arian A. Johnson? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she works anymore. Um, I've seen some newer pictures of her. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She looks the exact fucking same. <laughs> She's like a grown-up version of of her of herself or as Chantel. <laughs> Chantel as a 47-year-old woman. Um, that's so adorable. And I think uh She's got a picture of her daughter and she looks exactly like her. But um, yeah, I don't think she she um, does anything like acting anymore. I feel like she da- does dance. And she, yeah, she went to LaGuardia and she studied dance um, and she has an MA applied theater. Um, so she does a lot of stuff with like African dance and jazz. Which I don't think she really dances in the movie. No, she does. She does. She does a whole thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a whole like choreographed thing in, in a house party, which we don't see them anymore. We talked extensively about 
that in multiple episodes about different house parties yeah another house party is featured in this movie um but essentially i don't know if we talked like about the actual like plot but like basically the story is um there's a girl named Chantel. She is a Brooklyn girl. She will tell you right off the bat. Very loud, very New York. Um, she is a high school junior, from what I can tell, um, with dreams of going to college. She lives in the projects in Brooklyn with her family. She's got two younger brothers. And her mom and dad are always just trying to make ends meet. She works at a bakery to help out with money. Um, but she's basically like, I'm not going to be like them. I'm going to make some of myself. I'm going to get out of the hood, basically. However, <laughs> she meets a guy with a Jeep. And that just goes, everything goes left quite quickly after that. Um, and she ends up pregnant. She ends up a teen mom in 1990s America. Mm-hmm. Wild wild as hell and we get to see how she deals with that or does not deal with that and I will tell you right now it's the latter <laughs> yeah it was the latter and I was worried about her that baby mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like girl you can't be not taking the 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 prenatal vitamins the vitamins yeah you know she wasn't pregnant <laughs> she was like yeah I'm not pregnant <gasps> mama no <laughs> <laughs> no you gotta buy new pants every couple of weeks no you're pregnant girl yeah so her personality is very like big and very like loud I mean this girl does not speak in a whisper at any point in the movie at all <laughs> and I was like whoa <laughs> that mouth was mouthing mm-hmm. um but yeah she's I mean she's got a lot of dreams and aspirations especially since it sounds like her her family didn't go to college. Like she'd probably be the first one in her family to go to college. And I just didn't understand how she let, not that how she let this man sidetrack her. It was not a man. It's like her classmate. I don't know how she, not that she, I don't understand that part, but I just don't understand some of the intricacies <laughs> when they were talking. And I was like, you can't be the smartest person in your class, which she tells us multiple times. I'm the smartest person in my class. I'm skipping a grade. Fuck senior year of high school. I'm going straight to college. Like, mm-hmm. F this. F you, principal. F you, white guy teaching history. I don't have to learn mm-hmm. shit from you anymore. And I was just like, so there's a no sex ed class in this high school in Brooklyn because what? <laughs> I, I was so, I was so confused. I was like, they don't teach y'all about the fallopian tubes and all that <laughs> um i think that just falls down to you could be the smartest person in your grade but sometimes you just 17 oh man <laughs> that noggin was hard hard headed i was like this is not it's not gonna work and her like teacher was trying to tell her like girl like slow down and she was like no nah, i'm ready to get up out of here ready to get Dude, i'm ready to go to school I'm ready to go to college I'm ready to be a doctor and you are holding me back with this nonsense like please please mm-hmm. get the fuck out my face yeah and he was if just like you're not teaching lessons I respect I'll teach my own fucking lesson yeah I mean I got her because like so basically at any point in time if she got something to say she's gonna say it like every young person does but I was kind of like girl maybe you should sit back <laughs> the wisdom of a 30 plus year old woman I was like maybe you should I don't know like close like close it for a little bit 
<laughs> and then maybe just you don't have to do what they say but like let it wash over you maybe and maybe it'll inspire some. I mean like the white guy teaching you history like I don't really know and then like the principal was talking about you need to be a lady which I can understand that'd be annoying but like mm. <laughs> you know sometimes you're 17 oh my god I was trying to think I was like well I had this insane when I was in 17 and I was like I don't think I was I think I was on thehypemachine.com downloading illegal mp3s <laughs> didn't do a shit like that I don't think I was doing anything like this I mean oh goodness she seems like she's on the right path because mm -hmm. she has a boyfriend she doesn't let him do anything with her she's just like I don't know how you're gonna handle that situation but you're gonna but do it without me it's not my business it's not my business figure it out before you gotta go to class because I'm out of here I gotta go to history class and so I was like okay sense you you got some sense in that brain in that noggin and then it just all kind of I don't know was it the jeep maybe it was the jeep it was a Jeep. It was paired with being 17. Mm. Paired with, you know, I could take you to the Olive Garden, baby. That what and you like, I, I love me a never ending possible. So, like, <laughs> again, for real. I mean, I get it too, but it just was kind of some of the things I was like, it's not connecting like all the the different connectors in her brain. I was like, it's, it's just still not, forming. It's, it's still, not, still forming up in there. Yeah. So like, I think it begins, like, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff. She talks to us. Chantel regularly talks to like the viewer, tells us about her life and her friends and, um, you know, all the things she does. She doesn't put up with a lot of shit, especially, yeah, at work <laughs> mm -hmm. she cussed that lady out basically <laughs> uh, some lady was like hey I need you to go call a store and have this delivered here in like the next hour or something she was like so no <laughs> like, we can't do that it's just like, literally be here yeah and she's talking about how much she spent at the store and all this stuff and and I mean, she's just regular things. She has her family. She's got her siblings that we don't really see that much, but she has them and her friends. And I feel like the movie kind of really picks up when they're talking about this like house party um, because there's, I don't even know what the, the reason. It was just a house party. Like it was just like a party going on. Uh, Chantel had saved up her money for this like thriller jacket <laughs> which I don't even remember her wearing at the party she ended up coming there with like the Selena Boussier type fit mm -hmm. which I was like okay <laughs> coma la floor <laughs> um but she she's you know I feel like oh god when they were talking on the bench oh and they were like talking about how they didn't want to have safe sex and I was like it's 1992 <laughs> it's 1992 when did, when did let's talk about sex come out I think 1992 listen <laughs> I was just thinking I was like the the, the, the material is out 1990 1990-1991 I'm getting two different numbers, but it's before this movie came out, Chantel, that was on the that was on the radio. They were talking to you specifically, <laughs> and they're in the they're like sitting at the 
they're sitting on the bench and it's like her friend i can't remember what her friend's name is it's like yeah natette and i can't remember it's natette and the other one natette's her best friend i feel like they work at the banker the bakery together Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's another girl that they're kind of like, you know, she's like the third friend, you know, and they're all like, oh, I don't want to have condom sex. <laughs> I was like, in 1992, what are we talking about? Which, of course, like, I that I does not surprise me that that was the attitude, but I just feel like this is a little bit more scary <laughs> at that time than it would be now. You all need to practicing safe sex, please. But I think. Uh, Ted's like I've been stealing my sister's birth control, which I was like, now what is that <laughs> supposed to do if it's not formulated for you to be taking? Again, we're, yeah. we're seven, seventeen, and then I was like, well, what's, her, what's your sister gonna do? <laughs> so like, she also needs that, don't she? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't split that pill in half and share it. Like you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> making that girl's life difficult and she's like i want to feel a real man inside me i care i'm gonna die anyway so it don't matter and i was like okay <laughs> no it's like uh, is this it sounds like you have a concept young of mentality talk that you probably overheard and was like kind of repeating yeah a little bit like you're older mm-hmm siblings or cousins or whatever and you're yeah, like oh yeah that sounds like a great idea <laughs> yeah and like i'm like oh do you want that possibly slow and painful death like <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> like what are you what are you talking about right now i mean it don't even have to be death like you could do because also too they were like you can't get aids unless you're gay and i was like was that still a rumor back then yes absolutely when did that rumor get refuted like finally because I thought that was kind of wild out of out of control because I was like, I thought after Reagan was gone, we would have kind of slowed that down. Um, I would say that rumor was dispelled in like 2015. I'm <laughs> pretty sure that people still think that way. Oh God. I'm not like it took a very long time for everyone to be like, no, like anyone can get AIDS or HIV HIV or AIDS. Like it's just a thing um worry about these kids i really do i really i really do and you grown people too not even these kids it's you grown people who be out in the club and you 40 hmm those are choices y'all supposed to be leading the charge (laughs) y'all not doing a damn thing oh i'm trying to in the juke joint girl (laughs) the juke joint it just yeah i was like oh that's that's wild as hell, especially since these kids would be like what forty by now or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're a little older than forty. Yeah, like forty-five, uh, almost fifty. Yeah, and they're like what? I guess early seventies. Mm-hmm. No, late seventies, early. Yeah, late seventies, early eighties, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. The conversation's wild, and then like even Chantel's like, you can't take. That girl's medication, like you need to get your own prescription. For that. Yes, like, like, that don't make no sense. So I was like, okay, the brain is working. The brain is working at that point. But then she's like, you can't, if you have sex standing up, you can't get pregnant. And I was like, what are we saying? We're back to being 17. Like, <laughs> girl, out of all the books that you studied, I know somebody in that bitch was like, you can't can get 
pregnant, regardless of positions. <laughs> it just like it just went over your head. Like, oh well, that might be that might be you, but I won't be me. Can't be me. And I'm like, it can't actually be you. Because at the beginning too, there was a girl on the train with him that had a baby and like mm-hmm. wasn't and coming she was back like, to school. She was like, Mm-mm, that's not me, bitch. I don't think so. I'm going to school. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, which I was like, I mean, the girl did look tired. <laughs> she got a she got a child in a stroller in New York City. <laughs> the stress of it alone is enough to be like, no, thank you. Wrap that shit up twice. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> but like she it just, yeah, in one ear, out the other. And uh they go to this house party and it's cute. You know, they're dancing, they're doing their um, they're kid and play type dances. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to see people actually dancing. Maybe we'll return to that. I've been waiting for like six years now. I don't know if we ever will get that level. Of- Did you see that TikTok where they're talking about the club had all these like sections or whatever? It was like all these bottle, um, mm-hmm. bottle sections. The whole club was like that. It just yeah. like, like one, one big call center kind of thing. And I was like, so don't make- there's no dance floor. <laughs> I was like, what are, y'all, mm. what are y'all doing? There's like no place to actually like congregate and dance as like a community, you know? So it was just nice to see. I love to see people dance in movies because we don't get that anymore. But uh, she drops her boyfriend, I feel like, at the party. Oh, yes. Gerald, who's like, he is 16, but looks like 48. Girl, he looks like full force. Everybody in this era look like full force to me. And <laughs> she's like, mm, no. No, like you gotta get out my face, Gerald. Like I'm, I'm not fucking with you no more. Remember? And he's like, oh man. And she's like, Mm-mm. who? Um, remember in deep cover that guy also looked like full force. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the teenage version, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Of, I don't know. Sometimes people be looking. I mean. I'm trying to think if he had a different haircut, but I don't think, I don't know. No, that's his name. He looked like he was really named Gerald. <laughs> or Gerard, but. One of those, Gerald, Gerard. Yeah, he had a high top fade and all that, like a little one. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't figure out what they were even arguing about, but there she was like, it's over. Oh. You remember oh, yeah. what they argued about? No, because I, I remember a later argument they had. Uh, yeah, when she does leave him, and he's like, "What's that guy got that I don't got?" And she's just like a jeep. The dad was like, "Yeah, he got a jeep." And he's like, "I got tokens." Talking about subway tokens, and I was like, "Okay, well, mm. everybody can get one of them, girl." <laughs> so I don't know, uh, but yeah, she gets this guy named Ty. Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone, and his mama don't be home. How can? And then she just turns into a, like, bird, like, immediately. Because she's just, like, they go out to eat. I could, I rewound this part a bunch of times because I was, like, okay, from the party to this, like, to her house, which is, like, the next day. And then the Olive Garden, which is probably not Olive Garden, but, like, one of them. Uh, the restaurant. Wasn't it all, like, in the same, like, span of, like, two or three days or something? Probably it, yeah, this that's is a teenage relationship. That's what I felt. <laughs> that's what it felt like because I was like, okay, I couldn't get it sick because the, he was like, you know, you my baby, and she's like, well, I'm trying to get busy. <laughs> I was like, oh no, 
what happened what happened to studying and schoolwork I mean it's not fun but shit <laughs> she just put that to the side for a little bit she was like actually I'm I'm ready to to do it because I don't think I don't know if she was a virgin I can't even remember it's I don't know I'm not even sure because I'm like well maybe she because then it feels like weird because like she wouldn't touch Gerard or whatever his name is but she was like Ty in your Jeep and it also made they she sounded like she had like a, what did she say she's like I got a permanent seatbelt mark on my back so I was like well how long y'all been going out like because hmm. y'all been making out in this car you just want to smang it up in the car is that what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> but they end up going out and they end up having sex and she's like hey you need to put a condom on yeah i forgot like, yeah mm, next i don't time. think so yeah he's just, <laughs> well, maybe next. later yeah he's like uh no you gotta get the fuck off me like he's, he's like, like what? baby please oh god baby please <laughs> i promise for next time yeah, and they no. get into a minor argument and then they end up having sex anyway. Yeah, and I was like, girl, he got you. Oh, no. But I was like, you always popping off at the mouth of everybody else, but not Ty. <laughs> Come on now. What he got besides that Jeep? If he ain't got that Jeep, what he got? Um, parent free zone. Yeah, he ain't got no pay- That's true, because their parents be at the house yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. They live paycheck to paycheck and all this other shit. And which I will come back to because she does something later. And I was like, your parents are poor. You know, you poor, but you- <laughs> my goodness. So I, I don't even know like how long it takes for her to realize she's pregnant, but she realized she's pregnant. And I feel like she had to take them old school pregnancy tests. It's like with the water, with the chemistry with, set. Like, the only time I would like seen one of them on TV outside of that is when Whitley was pregnant <laughs> and her and Kim was in the bathroom trying to figure stuff out and he's like what the fuck <laughs> I don't even know if I a Bunsen <laughs> I think I saw one of them in like maybe like Mad Men or something but I can't remember because I just was like the fuck is going on there? Because it's like the, the water and then it's like the blue water, but then you got the like, it may, you know what it reminds me of now is when they have to do yeah. COVID tests and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the ones where you got the little, little shaky oh, little Yes, I have a bunch of those. I have a bunch of those and I had to do that. And then I had to wait for it for like 15 minutes and I was like, this shit felt like I'm waiting for a pregnancy test. I don't like this. <laughs> I did not like that at all. And I, but yeah, it's like that. Like you had to like mix it up yourself and all this other shit. And then I was like, well, thank God we've come a little bit farther than that. Yeah, you just like pee on a stick and then you put it in somebody's sprite to announce your pregnancy <laughs> for the internet. Is that was that on TikTok? Was that a TikTok? <laughs> So many TikToks and videos of like a used pregnancy stick. And Ew, a, like, I, you know drink. what? I've seen somebody like white their like, like be like here, like I stuck it under their nose or whatever. I was like, you pissed me. I'd be like, don't, uh-uh. don't give me that piss stick. I will beat your ass. That's so fucking gross. That is so nasty. <laughs> you are touching pee. Like, I don't care if it's like, 
in my mind, whether or not it's a used pregnancy test or not, <laughs> I equate that to you touching and playing and piss. And <laughs> you just need to you just need to write a note. Say I'm pregnant, y'all. Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah, what happened to that kind of, you know, we got three sets of shoes because uh-huh. we introduced a, a little one or whatever. You know? <laughs> what yeah, it, even that, like, uh, he came at me, now I'm not the t-shirt. <laughs> even that is better. Oh, fucking gross. That is so gross. <laughs> Poor Chantel can't do that, though, because she uh, is going to hide it. I mean... Best strategy for a 17-year-old who knows everything and knows nothing at all. She, she was just going to press forward. <laughs> I mean, she did kind of give like a little bit of like, like I'm a try. Because she did go down. She went to a clinic and they were like, hey, girl, uh, you you were expecting and she's like wow fuck <laughs> and then you know she kind of is like trying to figure out what her options are because she's like I can't give have a baby and then give it up for adoption which is funny because when she tries it's way worse but like <laughs> towards the end it's way worse than that but she doesn't want to ha- give it up for adoption she talks about abortion but it's like a federal building so they're just like we can't even talk about that right here like that's not legal. you can't be mentioning that word in this this establishment yeah. i might go to jail for even like whispering it yeah which is very interesting i don't know if that is that still a thing i mean we're quickly losing our right to any kind oh. of reproduction uh anything in this country so i don't really know what we're allowed to do anymore more but i just thought that was interesting i was like damn you couldn't couldn't even mention like hey i got some pamphlets for you because mm-hmm. she was like um let me get one of them abortions tell me a little <laughs> bit more about that and then miss paula who was important was like yeah Girl, i cannot i cannot share any information about abortions with you mm-hmm. as a minor as a a person who works for this uh nonprofit, so yeah cut that shit out yeah which i mean i mean it would have been interesting to have seen that conversation because i don't know if we have those conversations like that in black media no not really yeah i would say one of the only times i have like seen that topic like covered within black movies was the most jarring movie I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. And I want the the, the director of that movie jailed. Is it Tyler Perry? It is Tyler Perry. <laughs> um, whose character? Is that the, what's the Tessa one? Thompson's character had to get an abortion okay. from Macy Gray in an old apartment. Oh, not a back. Okay. We yeah, it was one of those. And she almost died from it. Sounds like some Tyler Perry would. I mean, those are not very safe. <laughs> those are not very safe, but also it sounds like some Tyler Perry would do. Like, let's make you suffer, bitch. <laughs> well, and I don't even think that is part of the the play. Uh, I know some, uh, a lot of stuff is not part of the play, but of course it isn't. <laughs> yeah. So that's like one example that like comes to me immediately. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really think 
the topic is covered within black media mm-hmm. there there are films about like yeah let's we're doing this abortion road trip girl let's let's mm. get that baby out um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think it's as common i mean i'm really literally trying to think it's not any of the movies i listed earlier from what i can remember so i, I wonder if that's unexplored territory um that somebody could probably step in and, and write about maybe before it's legal to write about stuff. So hmm. <laughs> don't know uh, if anybody knows, please let me know. Um, but yeah, I thought I was kind of, I mean, if they had talked about it, I was like, shit, this would have been groundbreaking as hell. But <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised that ab- abortion was even mentioned and that she was adamant about learning more about it. Like, that was like the first idea that popped into her head. Uh-huh. She's like, tell me about it. And she said it. But then they were like, mm, nah, girl, we're not going down that road in this film right now. It is going to come back up a little later. Bless her goddamn heart. <laughs> Bless it. God, it does come up later. Uh, yeah, Paula is the, what would we call her? Like a social worker? Is that what you would? Yeah, or like, um, kind of like care coordinator for yeah. um pregnant people who come into that facility to mm. like confirm their pre- it's not Planned Parenthood but it's no. one of those kind of clinics like to me it seems like one of those ones that kind of like you come in there like seeking advice or help for your pregnancy and they tell you you know what it's against the Lord's word to get an abortion. So let me give you this pamphlet on tell you why you're going to hell. You got to keep that baby. That damn baby do fucking bumper sticker. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it seems like one of those places where they like talk people mm. out of doing what's best for them and then talking them into carrying around this burden. No, I won't do that. No, Mark. <laughs> but like, like, you know, having a baby so they can yeah. adopt it out essentially oh god oh let's not even get to the adoption <laughs> the evils <laughs> oh no uh yeah i won't call it a burden but it's a lot for a 17 year old girl to do yeah it's also it's a lot for a 17 year old girl to deal with also 17 year old girl who's raising two kids already like yeah. she is technically the primary caregiver for her younger siblings like she makes sure they eat dinner. She makes sure they do their homework. They go take baths before bed. She is the third parent in that household. Yeah. Yeah. So even though, I mean, she's playing mom, but she's not really ready to be a mom. And they should have like talked to that a little bit more, I think. Because I feel like the more the most that Paula did was like, girl, you gotta go to the doctor. Yeah, go get some some care. Because they don't really do that where she's mm-hmm. at, I don't think. And she don't do it. <laughs> no, she's like, girl, you need to take these prenatal vitamins. You got to go get that prescription filled. And she's like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. And she's like, no. And then she also does, tries to go down to welfare office uh, to get signed up for public assistance, which is, that's a hot mess because there's a mom there yelling at her kids. There's a long line. This is pre-internet. Like... There is no sign up online for like your assistance. As someone who had to do that last year, <laughs> I will tell you it is still bullshit how the whole thing works, but at least you didn't have to sit in like a hot ass office <laughs> with a bunch of other people and being like, 
hey, I'm just waiting. And then, of course, you know, you get all the way there. You don't have all the paperwork. They didn't tell you all the paperwork that you need to bring or whatever mm-hmm. and all that other fun stuff. So I don't even think she gets to the office to like, like actually talk to anybody. She's just like, this is too heavy for me. I'm not going to do with this. She is uh, denied assistance. Is she? Um, yeah, she's denied um, because she filled out her paperwork and she wrote down that she still lived with her parents. Uh, um, and the income requirements was too, like her household income was too high to qualify for public assistance. Which is so crazy. she was turned away. Which is crazy considering <laughs> her parents are living paycheck to paycheck. I for- I didn't see that part. I need mm-hmm. to go back and look at it again because I could have thought I could have swore that she looked at that mom screaming at her baby and been like, no, this is too much. If I don't even like file for public assistance, then clearly I ain't got no baby because I wouldn't need to. If I had a baby, then I would file. But since I don't have to file, I ain't got no baby. That's basically her whole logic is, "Eh, well, yeah, I'm not really pregnant, girl. (laughs) Then from there, though, that's when she was like, you know what? this ain't this is not happening it's the phantom baby or whatever those things she's like this is this isn't true like Mm. she told like now mind y'all she took the test with uh, the tent like the tent was holding the piss bottles she took like two they took multiple tests both of them said girl yeah go see a doctor yeah the Um, tent was like go go see somebody she comes back so, and tells the tent that she's not even pregnant. Yeah, the tent was like, girl, you still pregnant? And she's like, no. She's like, no, girl. I was never pregnant ever in life. And the tent's like, all right, I guess. My ass has been like, girl, are you sure? Yeah, I would have been like, mm, we took seven tests and they all <laughs> came back positive. We, we was do, do, do. Oh, the, you know, you know. This reminds me of was uh, knocked up. Uh, I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but I've watched it enough to remember that scene where they had like eighteen hundred <laughs> pregnancy tests, and they all was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And the, her sister was like, "Oh wait, this one isn't. <laughs> this one's negative." I'm like, wait, no, it isn't. It's positive. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, she just is like, nah, I ain't got it. So I'm just going to go about my life. I'm going to still work at the bakery. I'm still going to go to class. Uh, but she's still getting bigger. That's the thing. And she's arguing with Ty. There's like a bunch of times where she argues with him because yeah. he, he's like, girl, have an abortion. And she's he, like, like no. at first he was like, she was like, hey, Ty, guess what? Ha ha, pregnant. <laughs> and he was like, what, bitch? And she <laughs> She was like, oh my God, fuck you, Ty. Yeah. He called me a bitch. Yeah. And I was like, he did call you a bitch. And I would stab him for you because he shouldn't be talking to you like that. Yeah. First of all, you are pregnant. Second of all, it is his child. Third of all, that's your man. You his girl. Like, he don't need to be talking like that to you ever. I didn't, will beat his ass. Didn't he, like, try to say that it wasn't his baby? Yeah, he's like, that's not my baby. That's <laughs> probably your bride. And yeah. I, was, I was mad. Like, honestly. Yeah. It's... How dare you, you motherfucker? <laughs> I mean, it is a lot. It's, it is a lot of, like, you know, high school students breaking up in first period and making up by, like, sixth period or something like that. Um, But it just goes back and forth because he's like you need to get abortion and she's like no don't tell me what to do with my body and then 
uh, and she does this a lot. She's like, I didn't know what to do. I was scared, so I did nothing. <laughs> Which, I mean, I get that. I understand that, where that feeling comes from. But at the same time, I don't know if it's wise to be inactive with a pregnancy because all that time counts. Like, <laughs> every millisecond counts like you gotta be thinking fast on your feet if you want to do certain things i forgot i forgot because when she was in the office with paula right Mm -hmm. she said paula was like you can't have an abortion after the third trimester and she's like how long is that and she said 25 weeks she's like well i got enough time and paula was like no (laughs) and i was like no, you really don't. And now that you can't do shit past like what, like a week or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's literally, I think it is six weeks in some states that you, and you, states. And you don't even know no. that you're pregnant until like maybe like eight weeks or something. Yeah. Like so you good, like you pregnant, the baby in there for right now. Yeah. And you can't do anything about that. Because you don't you even know. Like yeah. It's like, yeah. girl, that's just. A late period, regular style. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't even get all the extra extra until mm-hmm. like later on. And then by that time, it's just like, oh, well, sorry. And even now you're pregnant and you have a miscarriage or something. They just, just want you to die out on the table or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very evil. It's very so evil. evil. Greg Abbott, you will not see heaven. <laughs> you won't. None of you will. None of the people who run my state will. Oh, the evil that you have wrought. That lady was sitting up there fucking going septic or whatever because you can't get the baby out of her. Like, what's she supposed to do? Yeah. Like, she, how, how dare you do that to someone? And she's not even thinking about this type of stuff. She ain't got to think like that. I don't even know if the concept of like miscarriage or like come across her mind, which is why I kept being like, can you feed that baby something? <laughs> something, anything. At one point, She's like buying herself new pants, but so her mom won't see. So she's got the same clothes, but in like a bigger size. Uh-huh. And so her mom won't see. So she's got, you know, matching jeans, but for maternity, not maternity, but like, you know, just the bigger size or whatever. And also like she's throwing out her parents' food. So they think that she's just in there eating a lot, but then she's yeah. not. Actually, but I'm confused because she's not actually eating any of it. She's just throwing it away. She is tr- okay. So her plan again. I'm 17. <laughs> um, her plan was like to hide her weight gain. She bought the double jeans, so she yeah. got the big jeans, her old size jeans. Yeah. And so if someone were to notice, like, damn girl, you getting thick out here? She was going into the kitchen in the middle of the night. And getting like cake and big ass pieces of chicken, yeah, and throwing it away. So like when her parents checked in the morning for leftovers or whenever they were going to eat it, it was half gone. So it's like, damn, Chantel up there eating in the middle of the night, shit, getting fat. Look at her. Look but at it, her. But it was also crazy because I was like, you could just eat. That look food. at the garbage and see the chicken. Yeah, you could look at the garbage and see the chicken, but also you could just eat that food. Like you don't gotta throw it. Away. You hungry? I know you hungry, girl. <laughs> Maybe she not. Maybe she's not one of the hungry pregnant ladies. I was a seventeen year old girl. I was always hungry, and I was. I pregnant. mean, yeah, I was just a little fat. So I, I, was, I was always eating. I was always eating. So mm, like pickles like, and hot Fritos. 
uh, my mom used to be like, do not get another Pop-Tart. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, if you go in that cabinet one more time, get an apple or something. Damn, like, do not touch anything else. So I know she's hungry. I know she's hungry. Mm-hmm. So like, why are you throwing away your... And you say your parents are poor. Like, you are poor. Yeah, I'll probably go to bed and eat that chicken in the middle of the night, honestly. Like, let's not. Like, heat up a plate. Like, if they are going to think you a fat ass, just like... <laughs> Like, if that's what you think that your parents are going to do, like, ooh, it's just all she doing is just eating all the time. Like, what do you say? Like, why don't you just eat the food? Oh, I'm sorry. That reminds me. Like, my mom would make, like, pinto beans in the slow cooker sometimes at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning when they still cooking, but they done. I used to go get some. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just get a little bit. Like, they yeah. already talking about you because they already know you're getting big. So, like, you might as well just go eat the food why are you throwing away hard earned food yeah chicken is like 40 dollars a pound now holy shit you have no oh god there's no way i couldn't be a pregnant teenager in 2024 no <laughs> no fucking no. way oh my god <laughs> Just, no i that was the crazy that was the thing that i was like all right we're not using all our brain cells like this is like this being 17 and not having your frontal lobe developed and then just like whatever you're doing here because that didn't make no sense because like why are you throwing away food i mean like, you're a family was, of five you're a family of five and you throw that away was food. their plan that was the, i mean that was a better plan compared to some of the later plans no it was bad i mean it just got progressively like girl what we what we doing and i feel bad for her because she don't like she's close to her mom but like not close enough to tell her and then like she's i feel like she's close with her dad too but then at one point this is about I'm sorry that. he was like calling her a tramp and yeah because all she, that kind of shit yeah because she wanted to go to that party with gerard or whatever but then um i forget she also like this is the first time i've ever seen like a black girl swear at her parents in a movie like this and i was like wait <laughs> is this what kind of representation is this? Because <laughs> I was like, she was like, who you fucking, what'd she say? She was like, who the fuck are you talking to or something like that? And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Wow, bro. <laughs> Not the dad. <laughs> oh, no. But then he hit her. And I was like, girl, I mean, no corporal punishment. That's not right. But also like, you used to be talking yeah. to people like that at yeah. all, all, kind, all the time. It's like, that, that was, that's new. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, she did her teachers too. Yeah, that's I guess that's just who she is. Yeah, she bucks her authority. Yeah, but I was like, now the tables would turn, and somebody got bucked with you like that. I'm oh, sure she you. cussing them out. Yeah, so I was like, so are the rules just they don't apply to you? No, is that it? <laughs> I just want to get, I just want to get the the feeling. So she, yeah, her parents don't know, her brothers don't know. Um. The tet is kind of like, girl, what's going on? You, it, the tet was also very 17. It was like, why are you acting funny? Like, why are you, why are you not my friend right now? Like, why aren't you like sharing whatever you're going through with me? Like, you my girl, like, why, why are you treating me so bad? I mean, I felt bad for her because I'm just kind of like, what do you say? Like, y'all are like this, you know, fingers crossed over each other for the people who can't see but like y'all are tight and now y'all aren't tight and just be like really weird because they give like they give like known each other since like like 
school age kind of mm-hmm. that's not, not school age but like elementary school age kind of thing mm-hmm. so I was like it would be weird like you just start acting weird and shit and you won't talk to nobody and I, I would be like what's going on with you mm-hmm. <laughs> like not that I want to know all your business and stuff but I'm like I'm literally like like we're best friends that's weird out of nowhere like how am I supposed to know especially when you tell me like you're not pregnant so now I'm thinking everything is good and now you're acting weird so I'm like okay well what the hell is wrong like did I do something and then even asked like did I do something to you yeah what's what's up what's going on she's like well nothing's wrong that's like what are you even you're just imagining everything it's all in your head and I was like girl if you don't get it together (laughs) I feel like we need to talk about her most egregious thing which is when she gives the abortion money from Ty so I forget how he's like you got you got my baby because they like in the library yelling yelling yelling. in in the library like I know New Yorkers are loud but yelling in the library just seems like so extra he's like you you got my baby and yeah how about we go look into getting an abortion um my uncle knows people we could go to New Jersey yeah. he had a whole bunch of girlfriends and you know one of his girlfriends had one and she said it was okay That's so I feel like I feel like we could go do this like I could ask my uncle for money he could hook us up and then we could like go to Jersey for the weekend and take yeah. care of it yeah, they've got a whole plan and she doesn't want to. But she just, she keeps telling him, like, you're trying to make decisions for me and my body. And, like, she's not wrong. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I was just like, can somebody make a decision? It's, yeah. <laughs> and make it quickly. Because, like, this level of an action is, is making me, like, itchy. <laughs> I was like, come on now. It's like, no, you can't tell me what to do. Like, you can't tell me what to do, especially when you just called me a bitch the other day. Fuck you, yeah. motherfucker. That's true. He did but at the bitch. same time, this is a more concrete plan that aligns with what when you, you want to wanted. Yeah. She so, just she just can't make up her mind, which is like, yeah. I know you're 17, but like, I just feel like it just seemed like a little wishy-washy and then she just never gave wishy-washy in the beginning it was always like I know what I want to do I don't want to be that I don't want to be I want to be this type of person I want to do this blah 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 I have all these grand plans and I just feel like if you I mean not that you won't ever get sidetracked but it just seemed like her personality kind of did some weird kind of like doing some stuff because like I feel like a girl like her would be like okay here's my 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 10 point plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah to make, take care of the situation so like you rather you're gonna have the baby or not if you ha- don't have the baby and you have an abortion like this is your, p- your plan to get out of jersey for the weekend or get to jersey for the weekend come back this one gonna tell everybody this is whose house i was at all weekend this is who i saw like all of that stuff like let's plan it out and then if she's gonna keep the baby first thing i'm gonna do is go to a clinic that has medication <laughs> and get a sonogram <laughs> there's no type of like there's no sonograms there's no like testing there's no kind of like how's it shaping up in there type no prenatal <laughs> care for this for baby like the, the baby and mama started just winging it oh, hold on just by the grace of somebody up in there yeah in the amniotic sac just like chilling <laughs> baby was just like 
Yeah. <laughs> so she don't even know, like she knows nothing about this baby. She don't know how it's doing. She don't know anything. And I just thought that was kind of like, if you have a set, some such a plan for your life and you are up there giving lessons in your history class about this is, you know, the way the world works. Like, I feel like if you're doing that level of everything that you would have some sort of like written out plan or whatever, but she just kind of just like her, her thing is like, I'm scared, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. Because like, don't tell me what to do, but I'm scared, but like, fuck you (laughs) and all this other stuff. And then they agree to do the abortion and he gives her the money. I don't know why he gave her the money. Because when they go to Jersey together, mm-hmm. he's going to drive her up there because he got his cheat. Did she ask for him the money? Did she ask him for the money first? I don't think so. No, he just gave it to her. I don't know what he was thinking because she took that money and went to the mall. Because Ted was like, why are you funny? She's like, I'm not being funny. You know what? Let's go to the mall. I got money. Yeah, Ty gave me some money. Ty did? Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> what a mess. I was like, no, no, yeah. baby girl, Chantel, Chantel, Chantel. Because also, too, I'm like, okay, I know that you're poor. I know that you live in the project. I get all that. But, and, like, money like this is not something that you would come across every day, especially, like, in 1990-whatever, too, or whatever. Like, that's... That's a large amount of money. It's a large amount of money now, <laughs> but like that's a large amount of money. Your mama was just arguing on the with your dad about how she wanted a raise so she could actually get an extra dollar fifty an hour. Like, <laughs> like your your family needs money. Y'all, yeah, you're not getting five hundred dollars dropped in your lap ever again. And she was just like, "Well, let's hit the mall or let's hit the you know streets or whatever and go to the shoe store." And, so, and I was like, "This level of irresponsibility is driving me crazy." <laughs> I I was like I, I I really couldn't believe that she took the money. You ain't gonna store that money somewhere. Like, oh my god, and spent it all. She spent it all on her and Ted buying out outfits that she probably can't wear. <laughs> it always kills me when people do stuff when they're pregnant, and I'm just like, you're not gonna be able to, or right before they get pregnant, and then I'm like, you can't. That's all getting messed up. <laughs> all getting misshapen and moved around and all kind of craziness like oh no oh no baby she got herself some cute necklaces though she went and she got did. herself a nefertiti um and some other stuff she got some shoes and the tet was like damn we spent that 500 dollars already and i was like damn he was like yeah what the fuck were y'all buying back then <laughs> and i just i don't know I, I maybe she if i'm giving her like the benefit of the doubt maybe because she's got so like a rigid life or whatever that she just felt like she needed to wild out a little bit but it just seemed out of character <laughs> I, <laughs> it just seems so out of character i'm sitting here trying to think of myself at 17 and cute year of 2006 i've been like what was i doing back then and just wondering Mm. was it 2006 i can't remember (laughs) i graduated i actually did graduate high school early because i skipped a grade but like (laughs) 
I don't know what she was thinking at all. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think of my, like the people I knew who were pregnant too. And just like what they were doing. And I was like, I don't know if anybody was doing this level of, of treachery. Like, <laughs> just in my most impulsive, like moments in high school. I just don't know. Like, like I know, I know me. So like, I would be like, oh, five hundred dollars for my abortion. You know what? I can, I can get me some for fifty dollars. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Split the difference or whatever. <laughs> I would be like, mm, give me a little something for this fifty dollars. I could put that back in like I probably three weeks. If you give me my savings, like if you give me money at any time, I probably just put it in my savings account. Which my mom was always like, I'm giving you a gift card, so you can't just throw it in. <laughs> But I was just like that because I was like, everything I wanted was expensive anyway. Like, it took me so long to save up money for an iPod, but I did <laughs> like, like that level of like money because that shit was not too good. That was a $300 fucking piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I don't know, but I'm also like not a sneaky person. I got my very much like a upfront, like, this is what we're doing because I don't have the brain capacity to like be doing all this like buying jeans and shit. <laughs> No, I couldn't do that because I don't, it wouldn't make sense to me. I'd be like, but man, you know, this $500 I have now to, you know, yeah, my baby. Yeah. Um, Because I don't, I don't want to like put too much like judgment on her for being silly, but. And 17, but like at the same time, it's like, it's going to, it's going to cost you so much more money. If you don't use that $500 wisely, baby girl. Do you know how much a stroller costs? Do you know how much winter clothes cost? Do you know how much shoes cost? It's like, when you put like, I feel like we had to do that in home ec. Like we had to, didn't you, did you have to do that in home ec, the flower baby? Oh, hell, wait. Will you carry the, I feel the like bag we of flour? eggs. Oh God. <laughs> we didn't do eggs. We did We flour. did eggs for a little bit, I think. We did, we did flower baby. So we were, girl, we were hyped to get them babies. I we were really high. I forget if we could be like in couples. I feel like some people are sharing the baby. And people are passing their babies from, you know, parent to parent between classes and stuff. I don't know. We Maybe that wasn't the best because <laughs> we were all having fun with them and taking care of them and seeing like how fucked up they were at the end of it. Because, you know, some people were just negligent um mm. but yeah i i remember doing that and they had to do like the whole like how much does a baby cost how much is like all like cribs and all that fun stuff i mean this is another person <laughs> that you're raising so think about you but like you need more stuff over time because you get bigger like i'm not buying a new bed <laughs> anytime soon but like you can't just buy a kid like a child size bed and think they're gonna fit in that shit forever mm. like a girl from my yeah. co- a girl i know from high school has a kid and i think he's like in his early teens and he's six foot two you oh, know I would, yeah you know i would i would end it all <laughs> i would not be prepared to be doing all that like i think she's doing well for herself so shout out to her but like them kids be eating <laughs> <laughs> they in fact do they they be eating and food is not cheap nowadays either so i'm just like oh god it's just a lot like i don't think she was doing the math no at all i think she was just thinking one one second at a time bless her heart but yeah yeah, yeah. So that abortion money goes off 
um, no abortion is had. Tiger's mad at her. I feel like because they the chat has on her new outfit, and she tells the third friend, like, yeah, yeah, me and Chantel went to the mall and yeah. bought this with Ty's money. Do not tell anybody. Well, she tells everybody, <laughs> of course, because you said you got five hundred dollars at high school. Please. <laughs> Are you balling like that? Let me know right now. Well, damn, I wish I could have went to the mall too. But yeah, nobody invited me in my <laughs> I would like to get a new outfit too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it I don't forget how this fight even ends. It's it's oh god. <laughs> they fight so much. And it's just I feel like at one point it just gets to where they fight and then she's at his house. Is this when the baby, is this the end, toward the end? Yeah, the toward the end. Like, they start fighting in the bathroom with some other girl in there. She listened. She heard y'all her argument. Everybody, yeah. she know you're pregnant now. And yeah. y'all fighting over the abortion money because she's just like, oh, shit, I'm going to stay in the stall. Yeah. Everybody know now. Oh, gosh. Um, but they're they're arguing about this. And then later on, they kind of tentatively make up. And... <laughs> She goes to see him, or she ends up at his house. Yeah, she's at his house. They it like start making out, and all of a sudden she goes into labor. Yeah, okay, this is the part because they're on his bed, and he was like, "I feel like she takes off her shirt," and mm-hmm. he's like, "Girl, what you got?" On <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck is that?" It's like it's a girdle, okay? Yeah, it's a girdle, and then she gets mad at him for like making fun of her because she's gaining weight. He's like, he's like, "Damn you." I feel like he was like, you got big as hell. But then, but then she was like, I'm not actually as big as I'm supposed to be because she's like six months pregnant. And yeah, she's like, like, I'm underweight from the books that I read. And you're wearing a girdle. Like, I don't think you're supposed to be binding up everything when you're pregnant. She's doing everything wrong. Like, I, it's amazing. It is amazing how this baby comes out okay. It's truly something and she goes into labor which this is definitely 17 year old girl behavior because I was like now I know them hurts but like you were doing a lot of thrashing <laughs> I was like ease up but then I, of course you don't want to have the baby in the hospital so you ain't getting no epidural mm. she's like uh go get my book so we can deliver this baby because the baby coming I can't stop it oh, they ba- freak out the book didn't say eat more <laughs> to help this child grow. <laughs> She's like, and like her water breaks in the bathroom and Ty's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like kind of disgusted, but he does help her. Like he, she, he does. Um, she tells him to call Miss Paula. Miss Paula. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> in bed, boot up and like, <laughs> but like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> And she's like, oh, she having a baby. Yeah. So they, I mean, uh, she wants to like call somebody. And Chantel's like, don't call anybody. And we find out why, because she don't want no record of this baby ever being alive. Which I was like, okay. Oh, so it got dark real quick. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, girl, this this is also not the way no. about this. But she don't want like Miss Paula was like, I'll call an EMT to like help you deliver the baby 
I don't even know if she was saying that you got to go to a hospital. I think she was saying she got to go to a hospital. And she said, I was like, no. And yeah. I almost feel like she was saying, okay, well, we'll have an EMT come to the house, help you deliver the baby. And she's like, no. Because <laughs> she won't give her the address. And Ty is just like, what do I do? <laughs> so he's dealing with all that because she was like, yeah, Ty, it's going to be a lot of blood, a lot of fluids. Get ready for all that. But we're going to get this baby out of there. And... uh and oh Chantel 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 they get the baby out and then he's like look at the baby she's like no no I was like all right this is not this is not starting well I was like oh no (laughs) oh this is not starting well at all (laughs) and she's like just you know get the baby out of my face go get rid of it like yeah rid of it and he's like what he's like she's like throw the baby yeah literally like go throw the baby in a trash bag and take it out to the corner and leave and it there it. and the afterbirth and all of that stuff like get it all out of here she's bleeding a lot too mm-hmm. i was like so you might actually need to go see somebody <laughs> in case that doesn't stop because that also happens mm-hmm. i hope your book told you that you read the reading material but you didn't follow any of it she wanted them Miss mm. Paula was like, mm, you know what? Let me call them people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I am an adult woman. I so. forget. Yeah. How did she get their address? I forget. She ended up, um, Chantel ended up sharing where she was. Yeah. Chantel, this is the weirdest thing. It's like Chantel was like, get that baby the hell out of here. And like Ty goes and takes the baby. And I was just like, first time I watched this, I was saying, thinking like, all right, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> I didn't know we were going to do this. Like, what kind of ending is this? And then, like, a little kid, see, like, hears the baby and, like, goes mm-hmm. and investigates. Also, that baby out. Like, Why was the baby? At night, playing was, football on the, school night. The streetlights were on. You supposed to be in the house. Mm-hmm. You were, like, three feet tall. I know you're not, like, junior high age or any of that. I don't even know if you're elementary school age. Like, you... <laughs> You need to be in the house, but he goes over there and looks, and then like next thing you know, there's all these out there. Yeah, there's cops and stuff. But then like Chantel, like Miss Paula finally comes. Chantel was like, "No, I want to see my baby," and I was like, "What is happening?" She changed her mind <laughs> in like two seconds. I don't yeah. even know, but we don't know why. Like it's yeah. not really explained why she suddenly was like, "No, actually, I would like the baby back now." I was like, "You, you got to you gotta atone. <laughs> she's going. She's going through it. I feel like you gotta. You gotta make some like deep confessions. Talk to someone because I feel like if you get to that point where you're just like, yeah, get rid of that thing. I'm like, I don't know if I want you to have a baby back. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know. Maybe we need to take her. Away. Maybe we need to take her away because you. That's extreme. Yeah. That's very extreme. Like. Yeah, but you know what? Ty did have a change of heart. He yeah, brought the baby back. Yeah, I don't know how he got out there before the, pe- the police came, but mm-hmm. snuck out there. Girl, can you imagine? <laughs> can you fucking imagine just seeing a guy just go lift the baby out of a garbage bag? Was that something not a law and order? Like, yeah, that was. Oh wait, was it? Think about the episode where that girl kept getting pregnant by her father. Oh no. Um, did you you never watch that? Uh, Sissy Spacek daughter. Um, 
mm-hmm. who's like the the guest star on that episode, and she keeps getting pregnant by this professor man, and it turns out the professor was her father Ugh. that had given her up for adoption when she was little, and she sought him out and knew. That was her dad. Oh, no. He knew. And also, he knew. They both knew, but they were adults. Skylar? Skylar. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And she kept having babies and throwing them away. Oh, no. (laughs) Good Lord. Was this on Law & Order or Law & Order SVU? It's not SVU now. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit... (laughs) That's a bit wild. Um, I feel like... I feel like I have seen this episode. Come look yeah, at that thing. It comes on that Law and Order marathon all the time. I've seen that guy. That's the guy from um, that's the guy from House of Cards. He's in other stuff, but I remember him as being the guy from House of Cards. Yeah, oh, this is <laughs> that's it is very like I mean it is New York and shit just be happening in New York. But I also feel like it's just a very extreme thing to decide. And then to immediately change your mind about. And I know, again, we've talked about how she's a teenager, but I just feel like I hope Miss Pal, like Miss Paula, got her some sort of counselor. Because mm-hmm. is this gonna get not? I don't want to say it's gonna get worse from here, but it's gonna get harder from here. <laughs> and like, I just don't want her to be in that situation where she's like actually just tossed this thing out the window. Like, yeah. Like, don't do that. Chantel, we have options now. Like, we we got things. We got, you know, come on. So she ends up, I forget what she names baby. Kiana? Something like that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Some, something in that vein. So I, we skip ahead to, like, wintertime. And Chantel tells us that, you know, the baby's doing okay. The baby's been sick. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, well, you got to catch up all that malnutrition that she weren't giving that poor child but her and ty are not together and he got a girlfriend i know she was girl she mad about that he got a girlfriend but she dated somebody too so it doesn't make a whole lot of i don't know once again childishness and her parents know because they're all living in the house with the baby so now there Mm -hmm. are four children in the house (laughs) Mm -hmm. and two adults and she's going to community college. So mm-hmm. at least she's still trying to do everything, which I just thought about my companion piece. Nella said that part out loud. Um, she's still like on her way. I don't really know if she's how, like how how it's gonna shake out. Like, I don't can you be a doctor with a young baby? Yeah. Can you do residency with a young baby? Yeah. Who's done it? Can let us I mean, know. it can happen. Like it has happened. Like there has been young mothers who become doctors. It just depends on your support system. Like who can yeah. you rely on to help provide childcare? Who yeah. can stay up with you when you have to like study for your exams or like mm. go into the hospital to do your residency? Because so like those people don't even get sleep most of the time. Mm-hmm. So forget taking care of somebody else <laughs> taking care of yourself is not even like really possible <laughs> for the most part so I just was wondering because I remember when my aunt was doing all that and I was like 
you're still studying. <laughs> like, how long have you been in school? <laughs> I think I asked her that one time. I was like, damn, how long have you been in school for? for real? <laughs> and I, I, I used to hear like all the horror stories of residency and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, was it like a year or two of just straight, like hitting the pavement, like, mm. you know, 23 hours on? <laughs> but you know what? I feel like Chantel, if that's like, if that's still her dream, yeah, I feel like, she could do it no yeah she definitely has the drive it's just like hopefully she learned from this experience you know she came of age uh to actually say never again will I let something like that get that out of control Mm -hmm. because that's not a good like we can't have that happen ever again (laughs) I just keep thinking I'm like out of all the times I've ever been like, damn, I don't really feel like doing that. And then I don't know if it ever come to like a baby being like, oh, no, I'm not addressing that right now. <laughs> like, Well, it's addressing you right now. So you have to figure out something. But yeah, I've, it does end on a happy note. At first, mm-hmm. when I watched this movie, I was like, don't tell me this baby's going to get thrown in the trash and that's going to be it. Yeah, because the movie does start with freeze frame. I bet you wonder how here yeah i think it is ty going to throw something away in the trash mm-hmm. and you're just like what's going on over here i don't know we were doing that today <laughs> and you know how about how bad her neighborhood is and all this stuff so like you know it's, she's up against a lot but it's good that her and ty at least are i hate this term co-parenting but they are co-parenting mm-hmm. um and you know at least they put aside all their stuff to do that and you know she has her parents and stuff I don't know how that's going but it seems like it's going well they let her have the baby in the house yeah it's it's a really intense movie I was when I first watched this movie I was like okay I didn't know we were we were going down this road I don't know if I knew this is gonna be a pregnancy story and so when we go down this road I was like whoa this is a lot (laughs) um but I feel like you know all the stuff that we talked about as far as um, you know, just kind of seeing how she's trying, not really trying to work through things, but like, I don't know. I feel like that's a big thing for people. If you have never like had that sort of experience put on screen, I feel mm-hmm. like now we have like teen mom and other chaos <laughs> that we're just kind of like, oh no, <laughs> we've got an upfront like show we got like front row seats to the chaos of having a baby when you're very very young and there's also been like what's that show the secret life of the american teenager oh with amy jerkins oh gosh uh-huh. have you watched that i never oh, watched yeah. that I, I, i've watched amy jerkins journey <laughs> and her with was her baby daddy or her boyfriend ricky <laughs> yes, I think the baby daddy was Ricky and he was dating uh, that one girl, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I know all about Amy. Jordan. How's that how's that show end? Because I know it ended. Um, I forget. But you know what it came on? It's freeform. ABC Family. Freeform ABC so, Family. So you watched freeform. it. You watched it pretty heavy, didn't you? Yes. I never watched it. I feel like it came out maybe later in 2008 so I was in college there was a lot of things I missed when I was in college just from not having like cable and stuff like that um and also like living with somebody so was in that was in my dorm watching nip tuck 
<laughs> which is way worse. But um, yeah, I remember this airing and it was kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Amy Jergens is a ninth grader. Yeah, I'm looking online and it says that she's 15, finds out she's pregnant after having sex at band camp, um, which is very, uh, it's very accurate. <laughs> From all the things I would hear about the band, the band kids, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that tracks. But um, yeah, she has a baby and all that. I don't remember anything about this. It has five seasons. Mm-hmm. But hey. I feel like this kind of media isn't as surprising anymore because there is kind of all of this stuff now. And but also people swear up and down that everybody's like pregnant and having kids. So I don't like teenagers that have pregnant and having kids, which I feel like is not the case. I feel like somebody said that teen mom actually showed people like, no, y'all want to do that. <laughs> and and yeah. like it declined, but I don't know mm-hmm. like what the numbers are. But I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we've gotten a lot of this. Well, that's not true because we're going to talk about Earth Mama next, which is another pregnancy story, which I actually know is a pregnancy story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will be more, pre- I don't know how much prepared I will be, but I will be a little bit more prepared, <laughs> maybe, hopefully. And I feel like you've seen, you've seen Earth Mama, right? Yes. I've watched it toward the end of last year. Um, I've heard, like, I didn't hear much about it, but I saw it on, like, <laughs> Paramount Plus with Showtime. So <laughs> I was like, okay, this looks interesting. Um, the main character of that is slightly older. I think she's, like, early 20s. Mm. And she's, like, a mother of two. Mm. So it she goes through something, like, with her kids and we're, you know, meeting her on that journey. Okay, yeah, because there's this one, and then there's, was it thousand and one? Is that another pregnancy one? It is not okay. a preg like focusing on a pregnancy. It's more mm-hmm. like a mother son relationship, like mm-hmm. a single parent raising her son in New York City, and everything that she has to do to care for him and make sure he's okay. And them, kids, um, and them kids in New York be taking over the streets. <laughs> so that one is slightly different, also kind of a different. They have a twist now. I'm not gonna spoil it for nobody, but it has something going on in there. Oh no! Um, but it when I watched it, it's a very good movie. So if y'all have time, just go watch that too. Um, mm-hmm. but it does. It, I feel like it. It. It shows like a parent-child relationship. Is it always the best? No, but you do see what someone will do for their child. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry right here for these moms, man. Mm-hmm. Right here. Um, well, Earth Mama is gonna be next. It is actually nominated for outstanding debut by a British writer, director, or producer. I believe Savannah Leaf, who is the director was born in Great Britain um, and she actually competed. She was, she was born in London, moved to the Bay Area uh, when she was eight, which is interesting that they let her, I mean, I guess if you claim it, I don't know, maybe you still have a passport. <laughs> um, but she actually was a professional volleyball player and competed for uh, Great Britain in the 2012 Summer Olympics. Hmm. 
So, um, yeah, um, I don't know much about her at all. Uh, she's only 31 or yeah, she's gonna be 31 this year. So she's not a young and youngin, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, she is, I think this is a, she's done like maybe some short films. Mm -hmm. um but earth mom i believe is her like directorial debut and she's also done a lot of um music videos mm -hmm. yeah so this is be interesting i haven't watched it yet but i'm going to give it um a look uh this week um i've heard a lot about it well that's not true i've heard like whispers i don't know if like a24 really put like their weight behind this movie like they probably should have but I'd be worried about them sometimes. <laughs> I'd be wondering about them. But the trailer that they put out was really good. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm excited to watch this. Um, do you have a recommendation in addition to you? Um, like I just mentioned, like, when we were kind of, when Ashley pitched this idea, I was like, oh, we also need to look at 1001. Mm -hmm. um, so, that would be my recommendation if you all have time for it just to watch it um Tiana Taylor gives an amazing performance in that film mm -hmm. that I feel like she needs recognition for okay um and it's a really good movie it's also a movie that takes place in a certain time period that actually has a feel of that time period which is like late 90s early aughts New York City um so that would be my pick isn't that crazy how like things are starting to be set then <laughs> mm -hmm. it was like Ugh. between but, like all these like early 2000s like like i remember when uncut gems came out and i was like wait what year is this supposed to be <laughs> and i was like what the hell and then saltburn is what 2006 so i'm like mm -hmm. what are we doing <laughs> i mean honestly though that is almost like 20 years away like oh. mean girls came out in 2004 that's 20 years old um yeah, I just realized Eternal Sunshine is going to be 20 years old this year. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, no. <laughs> Feeling a little, little aged there. But yeah, um, it's very kind of trippy to see my like early adulthood, teenhood be kind of in that lane. <laughs> and now you got type away being on, mm. <laughs> on soundtracks and things. It's very funny. Um, yeah, a thousand one is on Prime. Earth Mama is on Showtime, Paramount Plus, and Just Another Girl on IRT is also on Showtime, Paramount Plus. We're not sponsored by any of these. Just go find them. Trying to help y'all out. My recommendation: It's not a black movie, sorry, but it is a movie about uh, a high achiever getting pregnant, and it's called uh, "Riding in Cars with Boys." It stars Drew Barrymore, uh, the late Brittany Murphy um and some other people um and it is about a girl in I want to say like 1960s um Massachusetts <laughs> New England and she wants to be a writer she wants to go to NYU she's very um adamant about all of that and she falls for Steve is on at a party. my boy <laughs> I knew you're gonna like that 
Charles read him at a party and ends up, ha- I don't even know how many times, I feel like they only had sex once and that was a wrap and she gets pregnant and her parents kick her out. No, I don't think her parents kick her out. I think she, she has a falling out with her dad and they go and live in this like rundown house in a cul-de-sac and you kind of see her try all these different ways to make her dream happen um, while also juggling basically two children because her husband is a loser and her her kid just wants to be a kid and you feel for him and he can't because like she's like I need to make my dreams happen and she doesn't realize that girl maybe you need to put your dream aside Mm. (laughs) and raise this child because he needs your help so um it's a good movie it's kind of cheesy I think it was directed by Penny Marshall R.I.P. um I watch it kind of like yearly because it's kind of sweet and it's set in the winter time and all that stuff but um it's good I don't know what Drew Barrymore is doing nowadays but she's good in it she's she's Drew Barrymore in um but it's like a nice fun cheesy little thing it's actually kind of long too (laughs) I think it's like two and a half hours long but um it's based off a book it's based off a um a memoir that I've never gotten to read because I can't find it anywhere in any library mm. I've ever looked at. But uh, yeah, so you can watch that somewhere. I have the DVD. You might have to rent that one, y'all. But uh, it's a good one. Um, nice, good cheese if you're into that. And like we said, we're going to watch Earth Mama next and talk about that. Um, you can hit us up at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com, uh, on Twitter, blkgirlfilmclub, on Instagram, blackgirlfilmclub. Um, like, rate, subscribe. You want to you know, shower us with a couple of dollars. Uh, you can go on our uh, Give Us a Coffee, ko-fi.com slash blackgirlfilmclub. We would appreciate it because um, we are independent. So yes. is there anything else? Anything else good going on? Uh-huh. I would also like to ask our audience to tell a friend about the podcast. You know, if you like our shenanigans and you want to share the good words, you know, <laughs> tell your mom and them about it. We really appreciate it. Don't tell your mom and them. Tell, yeah. tell your peers them about it. We would yeah. really appreciate it. I told a couple people about the pod. I'm like, actually, I don't know if you should know about the pod. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, rate, and subscribe anyway. But I don't know if you should listen to what I'm saying on here. <laughs> <laughs> due to our relationship in a professional capacity but uh yeah do definitely if you like it please let everybody know um and we are here for another episode we will be back yes. for earth mama and mm-hmm. looking forward to that tell us if you watched this movie tell us how you felt about it and any of those channels we'd love to read about it and might read your message on the show let's bring that back we haven't read anything from our good friend mike in several months i hope you're okay mike i hope you are <laughs> i hope everything good with your boy i hope you are i hope you're good um but anyways we are gonna go uh until next time bye guys bye <laughs>